It is the Open Mic Podcast here on a Monday evening, April 27th. Hope you are doing well out there in this pandemic. Alongside Phil Nichols, I am Chris Evans. And uh, Phil, good to see you as always, my good friend. Someone's at my front door. Good to see you, brother. I'm No, I know that. I, Chris has, I mean, real quick before we get started, just so everybody knows. Disclaimer. Chris is heavily armed, and he has has one of the most sophisticated security systems I've ever seen in my life. And it all started when he got over 4 million viewers a month. He's celebrity status, and now everybody's, I mean, it's a madhouse over at his house. So, you know, and we got one group to thank for you having all those hits and all those people following you. But, you know, that's another story another time. Don't forget my uh, crime dog, my... Uh my protector, the golden yeah, one. Well, uh, he's barking. He's right got now. two dogs. He loves one. He hates the other. That's incorrect. Um, he one dog does no, absolutely does nothing wrong. The other dog, for reasons we will not discuss tonight, because again, Chris is my friend. Um, let's just say he doesn't get as much attention. Vicky, you're not helping by saying Phil always leans to the side. I don't. I mean, Lean Chris me. does not need any. Oh boy, <laughs> no Lean help, on me. <laughs> yeah, I, I tried to Do fix it several times. Yeah, I've tried to fix it several times, and no matter what happens, I, it I look centered. I look centered. Well, you just fixed it right now. Move your microphone right over. Which that's better. Oh, that's no, a lot better. If I move it over. Is that better? That's a lot better. Okay. Absolutely. Good right. job. There we go. Good job. All right, All Phil. Right. Let's Thank just you. jump. I don't know what I did, but I appreciate it. Oh, you know what? There it is. Let me mute. I, I just hit the mute there on the mute. Hopefully, it doesn't go off on there. So, okay. Compromising the security on Gloria Place. Let's get. Oh, here's uh, Max right now. Hold on. Let it, for our visiting audience. This is Max Evans. Oh, uh, that's the chosen one. Yeah. And the other one's a little obese. Now, I can't pick him up. Dax? He's a little too big. I can't pick where's him Dax? up. Yeah, because he's depressed because his dad doesn't love him. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, well, Phil, today there's... You shouldn't, have, you shouldn't have two dogs if you can't love two dogs. Do what? Well, let's let's jump into this. You ready? There's uh, there's been a lot okay, of st- I'm ready. okay. There's I'm been ready. a lot of stuff that's been going on since we last spoke here on the Open Mic podcast. There's been a lawsuit filed. There's been amendment to the ordinance. There's been confusion. There's been a lot of talk back and forth of trying to figure out what the heck is going on. Uh, the governor since last time we talked, the governor um, has has a plan to open up the state of Oklahoma, so I don't even know where to even begin. Do we go what happened today and go backwards, or do we move you know, from the back to the front? What do we do here? Well, I, what I'd like, I mean, now that we've, I know we've been playing around, but I think it's real important that we, oh boy, the stepson thing's growing legs, Chris. Everybody's asking about your stepson. Yeah, I don't, ha- I don't have a stepson. I, I, I got. Uh, I mean, that's and he, and, he's, and, he does, and he only has one dog too. But you know, that's another story. Maximus Einstein Evans. Um, what's Dax's full name? Uh, Daxmus Ernesto Evans. Ernesto. <laughs> the middle names um, have to be with an E, according to Sam's family. Oh boy, Tina's already critiquing. Hey, Tina, I've tried to move this along. You're right. I know. Yeah, you know what? I'll get focused. Um, 
I think, you know, I'll, let's start this morning's meeting. Okay. Well-intended. Right. Um, it just felt like, to me, and I'm just saying for me, and I'm, I've never claimed to be uh, the brightest bulb in the box here, but um, it seemed like I, I was more confused on the rules after the meeting than when the meeting started. And it seemed like the only person that had any data in front of them was, was Councilman Long. I'm not saying others didn't. I'm just saying from my perspective, it's well, and I and being fair, I think it was obvious that Don Councilman Channel had his stuff, and I know they're all paying attention to things. But I just think if you're on the city council and you're making decisions on what people can and can't do, it might be a good idea to actually know how many cases there are, and is it going up? Is it going down? What are the trends? And there seemed to be just not everybody on the council was really up to speed on that. I mean, what it seemed to me like. And then I think it was so, for lack of a better word, it was just jacked up because um, somebody would say, so we're doing this. And they'd go, yeah. And then somebody would say, no, we're not doing that. We're doing this. Well, what does that mean? Well, if we just fall, and it was just, there was, it was just, well, it was double S in my opinion. Yeah, it was but it was a little mix it, of of what we're doing, what we want to do. Yeah. I have an opinion on this. This is what what we're doing now, right. what we're not right. doing now, and then okay, we make a motion here, then we start going somewhere else. So, it was a little bit confusing cuz I I got to tell you after the meeting was over, um, I usually try to get the stories out as fast as I can, but the, the, I, <laughs> I had to dissect it. I had to get uh, this document right here, which is uh, five pages long. Right. I had some help from a, from some city employees trying to break it down as well. There was a lot of moving parts to it, but I, the, the, the easiest way I think I can summarize it is like this. I think I, I, I told a few people this is how I take it, is that the city of Guthrie has gone away with the shelter in place. It matches up to the governor. So every time you hear the governor talk about last week, that uh, beginning last Friday, that uh, barbershops, nail salons, uh, uh, spas, and pet grooming places are open, those are the guidelines now. Those So that falls into the governor's spot. The only thing that is Guthrie has added to that is still the uh, face mask covering mandate, which is the CDC, the CDC, the, the, um, they only make recommendations. The CDC cannot make laws. So the CDC says we recommend that you wear mask in environments that you can't control social distancing and the Guthrie city council has come on top of that where the CDC recommends it. They're requiring it. That's so uh, the city says they recommend the city and I guess, goes there. And I guess that's part of what I what I don't understand. You're hanging your whole hat on. We're going to do what the governor's recommendations and the CDC is, and then you add a layer by saying we're requiring masks. I, I don't uh, – I mean, I don't understand that. The city says – I really don't. Citizens no, don't. Yeah, citizens shall wear – a face covering in public settings anywhere the CDC recommends social distancing measures are difficult to maintain. So um, so they're saying if you go into Walmart, well, we recommend you wearing a mask, but the city of Guthrie, the council, says you will wear a mask. 
Well, and I think that's that's why, to be quite honest, I think that's why they're in federal court right now with a lawsuit. If if you I go mean, running, just, if you go jogging, that, that, if you go do any of that, you don't have to wear a face mask. Phil, you can come over to my house, and we're right. six feet apart. We don't have to wear a mask because that's not recommended because I mean, we are meeting the requirements of the CDC. So, um, so that's why. So if I'm outside with my wife. So if I'm outside walking with my wife, do I have to be six feet from my wife? Common sense says no. I, I, I know that, but to me, common sense went out the door this morning about 1015. So because nobody really nobody knows. I mean, I'm telling you right now, if you went and asked, because I distinctly remember a question being asked, and I think it was Councilman Long asked the question, said, so what you're saying is if we vote yes to this, then tomorrow morning, and he gave a specific realtor's name, and I'm not going to do that, but uh, that's in retail, then they can open tomorrow. And some people on that council said yes. Now, I think, I think Councilman, I think Councilman um, uh, Channel corrected it and said that that's the next roll out may one at the state level but my my but my point is is that my point is is that you got people answering yes and no and i think i think councilman channel was correct but i'm more concerned about the confusion they've started and you know lieutenant bruning just posted um how many tickets tickets have been written well the answer is zero i know that you checked into that and there's been zero tickets written yeah um, and I think that's good at this point because I don't think anybody really knows what in the daylights is being expected at this point. I really don't. I mean, we got, I'm not going to rehash it, and I know it's not the city's fault, but we've got elected officials, not, not with the city council, not with the city. I'll just say it. You've got, you got, you got Damon Devereaux, the sheriff, so I'm not going to tiptoe around it, sitting in a council, in a, in a, Logan County Commissioner meeting, not wearing a mask. Now I'm not saying he's right or he's wrong. I don't because I really don't know the rules. I really don't. Yeah. I don't know the rules. And we were. But, but I was the at perception the, I, that puts off. That perception that puts off is terrible. Well, I, I was at that meeting and we we were more than six feet of six feet away so is he in the right is he in the wrong is that county property right, is that you know is it it's within city limits but it's county property and you know so um i guess that can be uh debated as well but i um well and that's and i guess that's my whole my chris real quick my point's not to call damon Dever. damon's a friend of mine my point's not to call him out my point is to say i don't know if he's right or he's wrong and I don't think I'm the only one that's sitting there that truly right now that feels that way. I think there's a lot of people that don't really know what the daylights, the rules are now. I mean, we got bull riding events going on. Evidently, that's essential these days. We got, you know, some businesses can't open. Today on the meeting, at the meeting, one of the councilmen brought up Stables is a larger restaurant. Stacy's is a larger restaurant, you know, physically larger. Um, so the social distancing, but what about restaurants like Simone's? What about restaurants like Katie's? What about these smaller facilities? I mean, so what, they just need to continue to go out of business? I mean, the answer given was, well, they'll have to figure that out. Well, you can't figure that out because you can't make more room in your restaurant magically appear. 
And so my point of contention, especially over the last couple weeks, has been we're picking winners and losers in the business community in a big way, in a big way. And that's, and I'm not saying there's a perfect, I understand it's a tough decision, but you know, it's just, I, I, I just don't get it. I don't, I don't understand how you can say, um, how you can say it's okay for one to do. I thought you muted that Evan. Well, I muted my phone. I've got to chime in my office. Oh boy. That's, that's what it is. I mean, it's just, it's a price of fame, Chris, but, but the, you know, you, you can't, (laughs) I believe people, most people that are screaming and yelling about, about, we all need to stay home. We all need to stay home are probably people who aren't, haven't been directly impacted in the, what I mean by that is by way of their financial lives. I think they probably have stronger opinions about, well, what's a couple more weeks? You know, what's a few more weeks? You know, some people um, are making zero money right now. Zero. None. (laughs) And it's been that way for eight weeks, ten weeks. I mean, I think of our good friends at Simone's. They, They did the responsible thing and shut down before they were told to. Now, I bet they wish they had those two weeks back now of of customers but you know and now the answer is is well they'll just have to figure it out i mean come on man i mean anybody that thinks there's that there's not going to be businesses that will never reopen again after this are kidding themselves they're absolutely kidding themselves let's back up a little bit here phil april smart yeah Let's back up a little bit here. April 6th, the council voted to go shelter in place and the face coverings. And, um, you know, I, I thought that was the right decision uh, among, those, among the council members because, you know, a lot of the, uh, of the cities around us were doing that. Stillwater, Oklahoma City, Edmond, Norman, to name a few, because, you know, we kept hearing the, the, the reports that, you know, middle of April is going to be the peak and then it went a little bit, uh, a little bit later. And so I thought that was, you know, because there was unknown at the time of how many cases we were going to have. And so with that, we fast forward to today. And, of course, the governor uh, last week came out with his safer at place uh, and, and is reopening the business. But we have more information now. So you move move forward to today's city council meeting. Today, on April 27th, we have a whole lot more information we do today than we did three weeks ago. In Logan County, there has been 13 total cases. Nine of those have been recovered. So there's three to four active cases uh, in the county right now. And I can I can tell you not all of those are inside city limits. In fact, the majority of those are not inside the city limits of Guthrie. But with that, we have the information. And so I think, you know, I was going into it, if I was a council member, I thought we've done a great job of wearing the mask. I think we could go with the safer at home, with the governor's uh, thinking. And I thought we I thought we could probably go away with the face mask because the, the, the goal with the face mask from day one on all levels, the federal, the national, the state, all that, was to flatten the curve. It wasn't to get rid of the virus. It wasn't to... Uh, it was made to flatten the curve, and we have 13 cases. Unfortunately, 13 too many, 
Luckily, in Logan County, there has been no deaths reported with this as well. And I don't think anybody is in danger of dying at this time from the, I think, those four active cases. I don't think anyone's uh, in, in danger of dying, thank goodness. But we have the information. We have the data now. If we had 85, 90 cases with 60 people active, then I would I would see the mask would be would be needed still. And, and if it happens in two or three weeks where there's more cases, then yes. But I we have more data now that says we've done a pretty good job of flattening this curve. Uh, if we didn't put the face mask in order on April 6th, we could have had, I don't know, 50 active cases. You know, who, who knows? We still might have 13 cases yeah. without masks. But um, I just know we have more information now. But that doesn't mean, you you know, if you feel like you should wear a mask, still wear a mask. If you, if you don't, that I guess that's what I'm getting at, Phil, is if you have this mask uh, mandate in there, People are going to wear the mask if they want to. People are not going to wear the mask if they don't want to. And so I, I was honestly, I was just, I don't know if it makes my life easier as well is if we're all in the same rules. Like when the governor says this, we're all in the same, you know, Guthrie and Oklahoma City, all these people are on the same deal. And Guthrie is on the same deal with everybody except well, for the mask. I guess my point is this, and I just saw a comment um, I just saw a comment that says maybe the maybe the count's down because we were wearing the mask. That could be. Absolutely. That could be. I'm not, I mean, nobody knows. Nobody knows. I guess what I, and that's why I said earlier, uh, the wearing a mask doesn't bother me. I know it drives some people crazy. I wear, some I don't people think that. it's a violation of their, I mean, I, I get all that. And I do. And you have, a, everybody that feels that way has an absolute right to their opinion. For me, it comes down at this point, you know, think about it. What is 60% of the people, 70% of the people that live in Guthrie drive to Edmond, Oklahoma City, Stillwater? They drive somewhere to go work, right? Right. right. So we have all these essential people, or they're, or they're getting in their cars and they're driving to Edmond to go to stores, uh, grocery stores, or they're driving to Oak City to get stuff. They're traveling where there is no mask, what I've always said, and I've told you this a million times, Chris, I, I cannot believe for one, I mean, if there was ever a time for a governor, in my opinion, to, to, to set the rules, it's during something like this because people are traveling back and forth across county lines, going all over the state. I mean, people are still moving around. I talked to a guy today on a Zoom meeting who drove hours to go to because his son was getting married. And happened to be in Georgia, I believe, where they actually had opened up a lot of things. But he said the highways were packed. He said there were people everywhere. Um, you know, I, I'm trying real hard not to sound like a conspiracy guy right now. I really am because I don't believe this is. I just think that we're at a point now to where, you know, anybody, we all agree you need to be safe. I don't know. I've never heard one person to me, to my face, I know they're out there, but I've never had one person to my face say, this is all a big lie and it's made up. And I, now I know there's people out there that believe that, but I've never had anybody tell me that personally. Um, I think what bothers me is, is there is, there are things. Okay. I'm just going to talk about myself. I'm 53 years old. I've been self-employed for 30 years, the better part of 30 years. Um, I 
I've made zero revenue as far as, you know, ongoing revenue. And we've and as you know, Chris, we've lost a lot of revenue because one of our businesses is tied to benefits. And so if people are getting laid off, they lose their benefits. They're not I mean, they're not paying for that, right? So I, I I've lost a ton of cash at fifty three years old. Now, if you're twenty three or thirty three and let's say you're still getting paid for whatever reason, you're essential or you're in a job where it's just going to continue to, your check's going to continue to come. Say you work for the government or you work for the state or you work, you know, you work somewhere, right? But it doesn't require you to go manufacture and make your own revenue, meaning you don't have to go attract clients or find customers of your own every day to pay your bills, Okay then I, I get it. I do. I understand that people are in that situation probably aren't in as big of a hurry to get back to work, and they want to err on the side of caution. I would also put retirees in that category. If you're retired and your check's still coming in every month, it's logical to say, why is everybody in such a hurry? Most people that are saying we got to get back to work, it's because they're financially being devastated right now. <laughs> they're not... You know, it's not that they're not taking the the pandemic serious, but they have another pandemic going on. It's called a financial pandemic. And if if they don't get back to work, a lot of bad, bad things is going to happen to them and their families. So I get both sides. I really do. I I understand. Yeah, absolutely. I I, Um, I get both sides as well. And I I, I mean, I just. I just want to be clear. Uh, I, I, I agree. I. I, I hear from both sides, and both sides have great, uh, great points. And you know, with all my responsibilities with Guthrie News Page, I'm not going to try to slant it one way or the other. I, I just, you know, kind of try to be fair as much as I can. But right. as far as my my personal feelings, again, I I, I was supportive of the mask. I wore my mask all day today at, at inside City Hall as I was working on on this story. Uh, I've worn it to Walmart every single time. I have no problem with that. I think we've done a great job of flattening the curve. And I thought I, I thought it'd been okay to go without to go away with the mask, uh, a, a mandating and requiring it. Um, but that doesn't just because we have data, we have more information now of what we have here. That doesn't right. mean in two or three weeks, if you know, if we get a spike, then more mask would be uh, smart. And I think a lot of people that want to wear the mask will still wear the mask, no matter if they're told or not to be told. So I just I just. I'm heavy. I rely heavy on information that we have, and there's three or four active cases. We've done a great job. Let's get back to work, but let's also be smart of how we go back to work, and let's not just right. go rush out right. and being you know going to watch Thunder games and, and all that stuff. I and mean, you still need time to to space it all out. I just follow the data is a big part with me. You know, there. I, I think it's. Um, I think there are. People, I'm just reading a comment here. That's an interesting point. Jeff uh, Chapel just shared a very interesting. He said he has an aunt and uncle who now shop in Guthrie instead of Edmond. They think it's safer in Guthrie with all the masks. There's, I mean, that's a there's I mean, not that, a perfect a there's argument. not there's and here's the deal there's there is not a right. perfect answer no matter what no matter what group you listen to no matter what groups allow us on Facebook or uh, in court there is not a perfect 
solution to this, and I feel it's easy to do it on a keyboard, right. but people who, and this is just one example, but people who have to make decisions for, you know, Governor Kevin Stanton has to make a decision for 4 million people. There's no way he's going to make one group, he's, someone's going to be upset no matter what happens. And so, you know, it, it's so, so tough for people in those positions to make those what, no matter what they are, Guthrie City Council, I, I don't envy them at all because right. they are going to make somebody happy. They're going to make some people mad. They're, it's just not a perfect solution out there. So you just got to go what you think is best. And uh, there's seven votes on the city council. So uh, there you had seven votes today, and they think it's best that there's a mask. And I'm going to wear the mask. I mean, if I go to Walmart here and 30 minutes, I'm going to wear the mask because that's what uh, that's what is asked of me. It, I'm not giving up my liberties right. or anything like that. I, I just, I you know, I'm told to wear my seatbelt. I'm going to wear my seatbelt. That doesn't make, the, that doesn't mean right. I'm a sheep. Yeah, I hate that word. Does that make me that I bow down to government or whatever, or liberty or whatever, whatever they want to throw out there. But, um, we, I just we have a lot of information in front of us. We've done a good job. Let's keep it going. And uh, I guess yeah. this mass deal will be around at least until May fifth, because that's when the next time the city council meets. So we shall see. Well, and, I, and again, the mask. I've said from the jump with the mask. If it's going to make your neighbor feel more comfortable, the, if you're at Walmart or at Cashland or you're in a public place where people are kind of forced to be closer together, if it makes somebody feel more comfortable, I don't have a problem with the mask either. Yeah, you know, I, I keep seeing and hearing people say, "Well, let the people that want to wear it wear it, and the people that don't don't." And and I get it. I, I understand your opinion on that. I also always fall back on, you know, is it that much to ask to be neighborly to people in your community? I mean, is it? I mean, is putting a mask on for ten minutes while you're in Walmart, you know, worth co- or not having a mask on for ten minutes? Is that worth? freaking out somebody who's genuinely concerned about their health you know our situation you know my wife hasn't hardly left the house because she has compromised immune system because of a you know an illness that she's been battling for the last year and in last year so you know so we're we're conscious of it i mean last thing i want to do is bring something home to my bride but it's just it's just um you know and I and I see it again, Jeremy. I, I know cloth masks do not prevent the spread of the virus. I know that. I, I get it. I get it. But if you sneeze, there's also tons of people out there that says it does pre- it does help. May not be perfect, but it does help. I get it. I understand. But you know, to me, whether it helps or not, that doesn't have anything to do with being neighborly. If I want to play my music loud and and, and my neighbors I know go to bed at nine o'clock at night. It's a neighborly thing to do, not to be blasting your music at nine o'clock at night. I mean, it's it's not that hard. It's just not that hard. Now, saying all that, we got to go back to work, and we got to be smart because um, over twenty million people unemployed in the United States. I mean, it's it's absolutely astounding where we're at financially right now. In yeah. Our, you know, and um, there, you know, there, there's always the argument. You know, uh, people in Guthrie are going to Walmart, they're going to Lowe's, they're going to Target, but they, can, you know, as you said earlier, they're kind of picking and choosing who gets to go there. So, uh, you know, I, we've done a great job of flattening the curve, at, um, and the the data we have says we've done a good job. And so, um, you know, I, well, I've kind of gone over it a few times already. Hey, so, real, there's yeah. a question. Hey, there, there is a question on here specifically. What does it say about churches as far as when they can start? I mean, can they start 
can they start with masks having church service in their buildings again? Yeah, it's funny. I, I spoke to a couple of pastors today who uh, their churches are starting after May 15th, I think May 24th or May 30th, somewhere they're starting later in that later part of May. But uh, Governor Stitt's plan is churches can start, you know, going uh, May 1st. CDC recommends that you still uh, practice social distance, which means would be required in Guthrie. So not that police officers are going to go inside your church and look for violators on the mass deal. So uh, as far as I understand it, Phil. I think that's what scared. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. From from my understanding that if churches want to have churches inside their buildings, uh, they can they can do that as of May 1st. You just got to practice CDC guidelines. I think what scares people is there are states, not in Oklahoma, but there are states where people are getting tickets written for going to church. They are getting citations. There are people getting arrested and they're in some of your more. I mean, you can figure out what states are probably doing that, I guess yeah. is my Right. You know, because we see it on the news, and I think there's a lot of people that see that, and it scares them, and it's saying, well, when's that going to start happening here? It's happening there. You know, and I get that. I, I, I have enough. Uh, um, it's an interesting question. Lynn Crawford just said, I saw if that. had to say today, what's worse, pan- pandemic or the economy? I'm going to make a lot of people mad. Lenny, I think it's the economy. Um. I, I, I'm not saying the pandemic's not horrible. I think it is. I mean, if people, when people are dying, it's horrible. Um, but we also know all of the bad stuff that can have that can happen um, when people lose their jobs, lose their ability to take care of their families, um, lose businesses. I mean, there's there's horrible, and they're happening already. I mean, we you see it on the national news. There's people out there that have that have absolutely uh, have already taken their lives because of financial situation stuff. And it's horrible. It's horrible. All of it's horrible. But to answer your question, Lenny, I think, I think the economy is worse. I think it's, I think it's scarier. Um, you know, Chris, I've told you this, and I'm not comparing this to the flu before everybody starts telling me it's not like the flu. I, I get it. Um, so what are we going to do now? Come September 1, when people start dying from the flu, are we going to freak out? And I know there's a vaccination. I also know about 50% of the people actually do a flu shot. So everybody's not even doing the flu shot. And we still have those kind of numbers. You know, people always say, coronavirus is so much worse than the flu. Yeah, right now. Think about if the flu didn't have a vaccination, how bad would it be? That The numbers wouldn't even be close. Yeah. I mean, so it's, you know, there's a, there's a lot of very complicated points to this argument. Um, you know, it's just, it's, it's, but there's just, I mean, I'm just telling you, I spend every morning and a good part of my afternoons doing Zoom calls, Zoom meetings with business owners around this state and other states. And I'm telling you right now, it's bad. I mean, this isn't, you know, I shared my personal story a little bit just because that's, I mean, I, instead of me talking about somebody else, I'll just tell you what my story is. But I'm telling you, I talk to business owners every day on Zoom meetings, every day. Many of them are clients. Some of them are friends. But I talk to tons of them every day. And it is bad. And I think people have gotten their stimulus checks. Those who are eligible got those stimulus checks. 
Businesses got the PPP program, so they got enough money to make payroll for a couple months. You want to see how bad it really is economically? Wait for mid-June to roll around when that PPP money's gone. And wait until people's unemployment starts running out. Then we'll see how bad the economy's really been affected by this. It's bad. <clears throat> Just and uh, you know uh, we've got to get we got to get back. The only way you're going to fix that is to get back to work and start doing things. I mean that's the only way you're going to fix it. Just a just a so. backpedal. Just a uh, go off what you just said. There was a person today on social media I saw, uh, and I shared it with uh, a few a few of my buddies today. Uh, she says, "I'm not asking for an extended date, so I can hopefully collect unemployment those weeks I decide not to return." So there's some people that are are getting those yeah, unemployment that too. Yeah. So, um, well, there's people because of the way the rule was written are making more money on unemployment than that before they went on unemployment. Now, there's no perfect program, and they're trying to do anything to get cash out there to try to help people, and I'm all for that. But, you know, it's, uh, it's uh, you know, there's just not a, there's, there's no magic wand. Um, I know everybody's trying hard, whether it's council or county commission or state or federal. I know they're all trying hard. I, I believe that. Let me... Um, Let me think out loud but, here, Phil. But I don't, but I, yeah, I, I've been doing that for 53 years. That'll get you in trouble. Go yeah. Okay. So I, I don't, I don't, I haven't, I, it just now hit me here because I think there's another city think, uh, looking at this possibility right now. But it, is Guthrie the only one, only city in Oklahoma that's mandating a face mask? Is that true? I, I remember, wasn't it, wasn't it Altus or Lawton that did it also? Yeah. Yeah, Altus did it the same day. Guthrie did April. I don't 6. know if they still are or not. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if they still are, but I know there were there was one or two others that did. Um, you know, I just don't. I don't. Uh, I'm always worried about. This is what I really worry about. Once you want, I mean, think about this. The world economy was stopped, was shut down without one bullet being shot, without one shot fired. Everybody in the world stopped. Right? Mm-hmm. Fair statement? Yeah. So now every time something scary happens in the world, are we just going to shut down the world again? Is it going to be a series of starts and stops? I think this one's a little bit different. Again, people that <laughs> Just because of the unknown. Well, is it? Well, but what I'm saying is this won't be our last, this won't be our last virus that hits our No, world. it won't. No, absolutely not. So, so are they going to be real quick to shut everything down again? Because financially, the world economy can't handle that. I mean, wait till wait till inflation, wait till inflation hits. I mean, I, <laughs> I mean, you, you can't just pump trillions of dollars and print trillions of dollars of cash and throw it out there and don't pay the piper later. There's a t- everybody will have to pay for that. You know, I mean. You know, I've told you this. Tony and I were looking at doing some different things, you know, looking at some kind of retirement. I mean, hell, I'm not going to be retiring anytime soon. i got to make up a bunch of stuff. And I'm okay with that. I just want to have the opportunity to go back to work and do it and not have to be, not every day in business, have to be factoring in, okay, the next time there's a virus, are we going to shut down again? Are we going to go through this all again? How are we going to do that? I mean, it's, <laughs> I mean, it, because the genie's been let out of the bottle. I mean, it's it, and there's enough people out there that are scared to death. That and I'm concerned. 
I'm, I, I mean, I am. I'm concerned, but everything in life's a calculated risk. Everything. You know, I mean, be smart, be safe, but we got to go back to work. All right. Hey, I mean, we can't, people can't just sit there and hope that it works out. That's not how, that's not how life is. All right, before we talk about the uh, lawsuit filed in federal court <clears throat> against the city, uh, Terry asked if I needed all you had. I knew that was going to come up. Uh, if you look closely, this is my uh, Cali Tigers hat. Cali Tigers, uh, my brother uh, pitched two years. That is okay. I don't know you, what you that is. No, listen. It's muted on my phone, and I unplugged the chime. I don't know why it's picking up. But uh, no, this is my Cali Tigers hat. It's so, the back. It's the backup ba- backup battery. Uh, the Arc City. Uh, uh, it's uh, in fields just across the uh, border in, in Kansas. So, um, Cali County. They used to have a. They used to have a football program there too. They did away with that. Okay. All right, Phil, the other big news uh, that's, um, you know, that's got a lot of attention locally. Just right over football. And uh, also uh, in the leading the uh, newscast a lot is the federal lawsuit filed by an Oklahoma City attorney and his law firm uh, against the city of Guthrie on the uh, ordinance. And they're trying to get that repealed and put yep. a stop to that. They were scheduled to do that today at ele- uh, to hear, have a hearing today at 11 o'clock uh, in Oklahoma City, but that was pushed back because of the city council meeting. I want to say this real quick, too. Uh, the Guthrie City Council meeting was scheduled before uh, this was uh, lawsuit was filed, so the city didn't react to the lawsuit that we got to hurry up and have a meeting. It was already done after Governor Stick came out with his reopen Oklahoma. That's when the uh, city uh, was beginning to have to set their special meeting. Uh, the reason why there was not an emergency meeting because there was nothing emergency wise, health wise, because uh, nothing was going to change in those two days. That's why it was a special meeting on Monday and not emergency meeting on Thursday or Friday of last week. Uh, but this uh, uh, citizen, uh, 10 citizens joined this Oklahoma City law firm uh, to put a stop on that. Again, it was supposed to happen today at 11. They pushed it back because of uh, today's council meeting. And I'm, I've, I've been told they will uh, readdress that in the court on Wednesday afternoon. So we shall see what comes from there. Uh, real quick, Phil, uh, <clears throat> I looked up the attorney and... He's, his his office is in Oklahoma City. He lives in Edmond. Yep. And Oklahoma City had a shelter in place. In fact, I think they were the first one or second. Yep. And then yep. uh, he lives in Edmond. And Edmond has a shelter in place. But yet he comes to Logan County to, uh, to, file, to, to go file suit after somebody. Well, I think, you know. I mean, there's obviously use common sense, right? We we all know why they did that. But, um, you know, and I told you before we came on the air, and I can't believe I'm going to say this now that we're on the air, but, you know, there, I, I don't think this lawsuit's really about what they're saying it is. I think it's about gaining publicity and gaining other things in preparation to what their ultimate cause is. Um, and... But saying all that, I also think it's an exercise in showing us that the Constitution works, that people have a right to, if they feel like they've been infringed upon, in the United States, you can go, you can hire an attorney, you can file a lawsuit, and somebody's going to make an assessment on whether the city was right or wrong. 
And I don't, I'm not saying that I agree with it or I disagree with it, but I do think it's cool that we live in a country where you have a right to do that and you don't have to worry about somebody showing up at your front porch and, you know, and nobody seeing you again, right? I mean, so even during a pandemic, it does show that our Constitution still works and freedoms are still there and people can still do what they want to do, you know? And I, and I think that's good. Not getting into the merits of the lawsuit, not talking about it because I don't know anything about it. I know that I read probably what most people read that you published, which was the exact language of the suit. Um, it wasn't an opinion page. You just you basically printed what was filed. Right. Um, and I know some of the stuff that they had in there, I kept. I was scratching my head going, well, no, nobody's stopping me from getting in my car and going from point A to point B. I mean, I don't, you know. I mean, so a lot of it didn't ring true to me. I'm not saying, like I said, I, that's just, I'm just a citizen. Um, but I am glad that we have a right to do those things if we want to. Um, I know the city council probably doesn't appreciate it. I know that, you know, I get that. I know the people that are named in the suit don't like it too much, and I get that. But, you know, it is, you know, it is cool that our, that the process still works, even in the middle of a pandemic, um, people could still be heard. uh, And that's important. I mean, that's real important. Yeah. It's just, um, why, why why Logan County there? I mean, Stillwater, Norman, Oklahoma City, Tulsa, they have shelter in place. So why, 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 sure. you know, why Guthrie? Maybe there's well, enough most people. Of those you just mentioned, though, most of those you, well, most of those you just mentioned, though, are not required to wear a mask. Well, correct. And but most of this, it seems like it was going shelter in place. Well, I understand. I mean that, but but the mask was specifically listed in the suit. Sure, yeah. And I think that if you go talk to if you go talk to most people that are that are opposed to it, opposed to the mask, I think that's the thing that they feel like their personal liberties and their rights are are being infringed upon the most. I think that and shutting down churches, yet Walmart's open, Lowe's is open, um, you know, all these other places are open. Lazy Arena is open, but you can't go to church and sit down. Even if you want to social distance, I mean, they shut. I mean, they don't. They're not allowing it. So I think the mask and the church is the biggest thing that's that's created most of the of the problems. So can you um, can you go to church? Again, can you go to local- can you go to church in Altus? Can you go to church in Woodward? Can you go to church? And yeah, I, I mean, I don't, know. I don't know because, and that that was my point from that was my point earlier. I, when I said if there was ever a time for the gov that we the governor should step up and say this is how we're going to do it, this is the exact conversation on why I feel that way. Because then there's a consistent message to everybody in the state, and it's not you know how I know there's 77 counties, um, so I don't know how many municipalities uh, make up those 77 counties, but it's a lot more than 77. Um, and you know, you, so you've got whatever that number is opinions on how things should be done. So, I mean, I get it. I do. I get it. Like I said, again, I'm not, I'm not saying that I agree or disagree with it. I think I've been pretty, pretty open about the fact that I'll wear a mask and I don't feel like I'm giving up any liberties when I do that because I'm choosing to wear the mask. And I know many people on the other side that don't want to wear a mask are saying, Right, and we want to be able to choose not to wear a mask, and I get that. I mean, I do. I get it. I get it. I mean, it's it's you know, it's uncharted water. So, I just think there's a, 
I just, I just think it would have been a whole lot easier if the governor, in my opinion, would have stood up and said, this is what we're doing in the state of Oklahoma. But instead, you know, they, their answer to everything has been local control. And I like, you know me, I like local control. I'm a local control guy. I mean, you've heard me preach that forever. But this is a pandemic. <laughs> it's a little different than, you know, letting schools decide how they want to run their school boards, for example, or how they want to do this or that. It's a little different deal because those decisions you can control to the citizens, for the most part, to the citizens of that community. But when you've got a large percentage of Guthrians that get up every day and drive to the city or drive to Edmond or drive to Still or drive wherever to go make their living or to do other things, you know, it, it kind of defeats the purpose, in my opinion, of if one city's being really cautious and the next one's not, how are you really having an impact on 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 the well-being of everybody? Because there's – it's I, I don't know. I just, I just think it's crazy. I just think if you – I think if we, if we, I'm all about consistency. Yeah, I don't think there should be winners and losers. You know, Uh, that's why I was so upset about the PBR event was because it's not, I'm not mad at anybody. I'm not mad at the city. I'm not, I'm not even mad at the county. Right. Well, I'm mad at the governor. County didn't do anything. Because the governor could have made a decision. Well, right. But after the fact, we had, at least one councilman, and I know I see Damon's on here, and I'll say it. You know, Damon was very pro supportive of Lazy doing the event, and that's fine. I don't, I mean, that's his right. He can, if he wants to be supportive of it, that's great. But my point is, is that how, how is a bull riding event more important than anything else out there? I mean, how, how is that more important? Yeah, there was, not uh, to mention the fact that there was a lot of, uh, uh, I, there's a lot more cowboy, uh, bull riding fans out there than I ever thought. I think it was more of a cheerleading event to, uh, to support their side of it. I think there's a little bit more cheerleading going on but um, uh, as far as the PBR event. But, uh, by the way, I did watch it, the entire broadcast on Sunday. And, and I will say this. Yeah. I will say yeah. this. They went pretty far and beyond uh, being as safe as they could possibly be as far as I'm concerned. Uh, whether that's right or wrong, I don't know. That's that's for everyone's dis- decisions to make whether they should have it or not have it. But they right. their, their safety plan was pretty spot on. No, and I'm not I'm not saying it's not. But little league baseball can have a pretty good uh, safety Brian, plan too. Well, this is my point that you just hit on my whole point. We we've got all these entities out there that are being told no, you got to do it this way. What makes the PBR and Lazy E so damn special? What what makes him special? Is it because it's on CBS News? I can tell you what I think it is. It's because enough of the right people called enough of the right people, and it got done. It got pushed through, or it got ignored, and basically nothing to see here. But I but you're asking me to be really dumb to, to act like that that what happened out there is fair or equitable to anybody else who's watching their business just go down in flames right now. What 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 what, what happened? Pro- I, it's not I don't have a pro- I don't have a huh? What happened? What what happened is how they were able to do it as a PBR is that the state didn't say no and the county didn't say no. There was no 
formal action on either side. And so they didn't hear no. And there's a reason why the Lazy E Arena was picked because there's not a shelter in place in Logan County or in Oklahoma. And there's there's thousands of arenas, but they couldn't go there because of restrictions in there. But Logan County, the Lazy Arena, was the perfect location because uh, it's in the unincorporated, so there's no city limits to deal with. There's None of these counties take any action on that. And so it was the perfect location, and that's right. why they were there. PBR didn't get a no from the state, or from the state, because the, the governor's office said, hey, if, if Logan County says it's fine with them, we're not saying no. And then if, if um, uh, Logan County didn't do any formal action, uh, that we're in the unincorporated, we don't really have that. We don't have any rules out there. So that so that wasn't a no. So no one said no. Then have it. That's how it happened. Yet I went. Yet I went to Walmart yesterday, and we were all reassured. I wasn't going to say anything about this, but I'm I'm over it. Yet I go to Walmart yesterday morning to get stuff, and as I'm walking in, there's three cowboys with texas license plates now they now i'm going to say this they could be three guys passing through that's a that's possible but i find it very ironic that there happens to be a pbr event going on and we were told they weren't going to come into guthrie city for anything they were going to be shelter in place out there they were you know they weren't going to be able to do this they weren't going to be able to do that and with my own eyes i saw three guys not just wearing Western out Western clothes that had stuff on that identified the PBR. Now it could have been three smart aleck boys, young men that thought they'd have some fun at Guthrie Citizens' expense. I realize that, but I do. Th- I, th- I find it ironic. I just find it ironic, and I wasn't the only one that saw people there. You know that you were notified by other people too, right? But you know, I think when you add all that stuff up, it, it creates distrust with people when you're told one thing and then with your own eyes you see other things and it's to me it's about fairness i mean i you know and, and i want to say this De- yeah i know it's called money nathan i i get that um it's you know at the end of the day they had more people call the governor to make sure that he stayed out of it than people that called to make sure he didn't stay out of it. So they were able to go higher up the food chain than other people. Me being one of those people, because I didn't want it to go on. Right? Now, the first time they wanted to do it, and I'm not, I'll own it. I called every news channel I could get a hold of. I freaking called every senator. I called everybody I could talk to and threw an absolute fit like a 12-year-old child to try to shut down the PBR thing the first time. And and I'm not saying we did it, but they made a good decision to wait. So now the PBR is putting more pressure on the Lazy E. And I know some local business people that I won't mention by name because I don't think that's fair that made calls on behalf of the Lazy E and the PBR to the governor's office. I know who they are. Um I think all of them. I think all of them that I'm aware of were friends of mine, and that's okay. We can have a different opinion, but I, it's the unfairness. You're telling Stacy's place. You're telling Stables. You're telling Pizza Hut. You're telling all the waitresses that work there, all the cooks that work there, all the bus boys, all the servers. You're telling everybody that makes their living at those places 
that they can't do something, but the PBR can. And I don't care if it's in the county or not. There's a difference between what's right and what's wrong. And I know I know how they were able to do it. I get I get it. I know why they did it. I get it. But to me, it sends the wrong message to every other business owner out there and their employees that are absolutely hurting right now. Well, I said and I said it earlier. What, that's what offends me. I said earlier that the PBR it went just through offends me. The yeah. PBR went through great lengths to be safe, but that doesn't mean Stacy's place and Simone's can't have a perfect plan either. Right. And so um, right. But that's just, why that's why the that lazy e people so that's why the lazy e is a perfect location because there's no city, there's no county rules, there's yeah. no state rules. It's the perfect spot to do yeah. what they wanted, and they're able to do it. I just I did, and I feel like that I feel like that. And listen, everybody's got a right to do their own thing. I I get that council uh, that uh, county commissioner Goodman was. Uh, went from not wanting to make any, I'm not saying him personally, although I think he did make no decision when it was brought up. And then the second after it's, it's a go. Now he's writing letters of support. Um, Damon's a friend of mine. I think Damon's a great sheriff. I think he got this wrong personally. That's just my opinion. I think he got it wrong. And I think Damon's still on the podcast and that's fine. You know, I think he got it wrong. And now he's got a right to feel the way he feels as a private citizen. What I have a concern about, it's much like when you see law enforcement officers, and we've talked about this, everybody's got a right to their personal opinion on things just like everybody else, right? Right. But when you raise your right hand and you swear to uphold the Constitution and you to serve and defend and do all the things that we ask law enforcement to do, I think it sends the wrong message if you have an ordinance, one thing, and you got people out there talking about how it's wrong. I just, whether it's wrong or not, I just think it's the wrong message to send. Just, I don't like it. That's just me personally. Again, there is so yeah, many. I, just, I, just, I think it sends the wrong message to the citizens. There's just so many opinions so, out there. And you're, again, no one's going to make the right decision. No one's going to make a decision that can make everybody happy. That's why there's so many um, sides to everything. But, you know, it, 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 unfortunately, a lot of this stuff falls on political side. And I think the what the constitutional concert, uh, constitutional conservatives or oh what, radical, whatever you want to call them, that they made it. It was a political win yeah. for them. They had the lazy e those those people that uh, are on that on that sure. far right side. This was a political win for them, and so they're going to be a little bit more louder than the others because they got a win in their opinion. Yeah, and and, and I and that's fine. I mean, it's yeah. To me, it all comes down to it all. I mean, it, it's it's just. I mean, I just looked at another comment and it says uh, says, uh, uh, but the Cowboys were still all over town. Yeah, they were. <laughs> That's part of my point. You know, we were given all these reassurances. We were told all this stuff that wasn't going to happen, and it happened. Nobody should be more angry about that than the people that they told that the people they were talking to directly when they told them this won't happen and it happened. All right. We all knew it was going to happen. You're not going to, you're not going to stop a 23 year old bull rider. If he wants to come to town, you're not going to stop him. Just Phil, just, you know, they don't care. Sorry. But you know, you know, you know, me and my, 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 you know, me being in the middle balance, trying everything out. We can't confirm they were with PBR. I mean, we, we can't, we can't say for no, certain they that. were. Uh, yeah, I, I know. That. I know. I'm just re- make, reiterating yeah, okay. that. Yeah. 
they had people PBR clothes on. They're from licensed place from Texas. They're you've never seen them in town before. But you're right. We can't confirm it. Okay. So I I, I, I know I didn't know they had PBR outfits on. I also can't, I, al- I also can't confirm that my cholesterol is a little high by looking at me in a mirror. But if I get a blood test done, I mean, if you if you see me and I got fat face and I eat the wrong food, there's a pretty good chance I got high cholesterol. I mean, I no, I understand. Yeah. I'm just saying that it. It's not about that for me. It's about picking winners and losers. It's about not, it's about doing one thing in your public role and then in your private life, having these very outward opinions about it. I think it's, I think it sends the wrong message. That's all I'm saying. I I, want to go back to work. I want everybody to go back to work, but I don't think it's fair to give certain people uh, a pass because they want to. Yeah, and I, I know John. I know John. I thirty five. Let's shut the exits down. I know. I've I've heard that a million times. I, I get it. I get, it's the exact same thing. I mean, it's it's not, but that's okay. Um, it's it's not about that, John. My point is, is that we were we were told one thing and something else happened. My point is, is that you're picking winners and losers inside the community. That's the problem. I don't have any beef with the PBR. I don't have any beef with the Lazy E. I don't have any beef with – I mean, I'm a, I'm a PBR fan. That's, that's not what I'm talking about. You know, I mean, it all, this whole thing really starts with how does, an, how, does a, how does an event center, a place that holds motocross, rodeos, team roping events, a place that does that, how did that get on the essential list? I know agriculture, right? Well, outside of the broodmare operation, what else do they do agriculturally? How, how are they helping the food supply chain? I want somebody to explain that to me because that sounds essential. Doing a bull riding event doesn't sound real essential to me. The Maybe la- it is. The Lazy E. Maybe it is. I could, be, I could be dead wrong. The Lazy E was in the perfect location, and no one told them no. No one told them yes, but yep. no one told them no. no. I know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. how that's how it happened. That's my whole point yeah. of contention. It's not it's not, it's not about anything other than that. It's about being fair and appropriate to the people that try to run businesses here every day that are being told they can't do anything right now, and their businesses are dying. They're dying. They're dying. <laughs> I mean, that's the that's the part that I guess I don't understand. Hey, here's another thing. But, you know, that, I, you know, it's just comical to me. And, and, and every business is different. Every house is different. But, I, you know, it's been about a little over a month, uh, four to six weeks this has been going on. Hopefully, as we get things opening and, and stuff, that over time, as people start to recover, that they can – and this drives me crazy about oil, oil, oil and gas companies – is maybe – Try to get a couple months of uh, a stabilization, uh, so when stuff like this happens, that you can you can do you can maybe save. And that doesn't mean it's going to happen overnight. It's going to take time and time. But all these oil companies, they can, and they come rich. They they spend all this money, and then the second something happens bad for two weeks or two hours, then they're all out of money. And like, can, can you maybe not build some buildings and just well, hold up a little bit on and just save yeah. some money? Is that is that too your, is that make it too simple? I think you're describing the big oil. What I think about are the small service companies that make up 90% of the jobs in Oklahoma. Right. Or a big percentage of the people that are working in the energy sector, you know, because I have a lot of these folks as clients and they work hard to create reserves and to have savings. 
But people don't realize, too, there's guys out there in the oil patch that are making money that they can't make anywhere else. That's Absolutely. no secret. Absolutely. I mean, you got you got guys out there that anywhere else they'd be making $13 an hour and they're making a, they're making six figures. Yeah. And we can argue that that's their own darn fault, the company's fault, but they're kind of forced to play inside this game that's already been created. You know, the only people that are going to come out of this energy thing alive are the people that didn't have a lot of debt. If you didn't have debt and you've got some reserves and if you're smart and you did the hard things like lay people off, because that's what it, that's what it requires. And, and that was my point from earlier. You're not going to see a lot of the fallout economically from these layoffs. We haven't even seen the worst of it yet because the PPP money came in and bailed people out for, you know, 60 days. But watch in mid-June. Watch mid-June. You know, and and just just pay attention to the bankruptcy filings in the state of Oklahoma, and it's going to be astronomical. Astronomical. And because, I, I mean, I've got clients that had, that in, in the oil patch, in the oil patch, $10 million is like 10 bucks. I mean, it's, it's not much money. Right. I mean, because everything's so darn expensive, you know? I mean, it just is. So, I mean, I feel bad. I feel bad for everybody. I mean, I do. I, I feel horrible for them. I mean, and I know we all do, even if we disagree on the, even if we disagree on, the lazy or the PBR or, or anything like that. I mean, you know, this John who John disagrees with me. John's one of my favorite kids in the whole freaking world. Number 83 for the 2002 state champions. Yeah. I mean, he, I mean, truly he's one of my favorite guys in the whole world and I love his family and I love everything about him, but, but we disagree on this and that's okay because I know John, I mean, John gets up every day, puts a badge on, puts a gun on, and goes out and does one of the most dangerous jobs in the world. He cares what happens to other people. I'm yep. not saying that. We just happen to have a disagreement on this, right? But for me, I think we all care about everybody's well-being. We just have different ways that we think we ought to go about getting it done. You know what I mean? All so, right. I'm going to go back. to it's, So uh, if you were the judge, Phil, anyway. if you were the judge – what, yeah. what? How do you rule yeah. with all your law background and all the years you put into law? And now you have to make a decision in the next 10 seconds on a podcast. Uh, what would Phil Nichols rule on the and this is such a fair question. This is why I do the play by play and you do the uh, analyst. Here. But if you were the judge uh, or, or maybe what do you think the judge will do? What, which 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 way you see this going? I think I think the judge is going to rule that the city was in the within their rights. This I think the judge will rule was within their rights because of the pandemic, and I think there I think there's not a judge out there that's going to be. That's not true because there's judges already that have ruled other states that stuff was too far reaching. But here in Oklahoma, but me personally, <laughs> I think the judge in this case in Oklahoma though I don't I don't think I think when it all flushes out it'll be okay. What do I personally think? I think we went too far on a couple things. On, I think we. I think. Okay. I think most people are. I think most people are sensible enough that if if it came out and said, "We need you to do this for the well being of your communities," I think most people would have voluntarily done the things that were being asked to do. Um, now you're talking now, about the mask, right? Everybody would have. No, you're talking yeah, about the mask, the mask part of it and okay. the church stuff that bothers me. Well, isn't the, the church thing? The church excuse me. Is, is the church thing? Isn't that a statewide deal? Because on, on the governor's deal, he said May first churches can reopen. I don't think that's just a Guthrie thing. Isn't that a statewide thing? Yeah, 
I, I believe it's a statewide thing, but I think that that right. No, I think that's they were just Jesse so, was just following what the state said, and yeah. I don't. But I think the state. I'm not talking about the city. And I and, and I want to be really clear about this because I have this vision of me getting phone calls from the city council for the rest of the night when we get off here. But <laughs> I th- I think they made the best. I think they made the best decision that they could make at the time, and I think they did the best that they could do. I'm not I'm not suggesting. Obviously, just because I think something doesn't make it right. Obviously, I got a blonde-headed girl I've been married to for over thirty years in there that'll tell you I'm wrong about nine times out of freaking ten on most things. So I'm not. It's just my opinion. But I think if there's one that's going to catch him, I think it's going to be mandating wearing the mask. Now, is anything scary going to happen to anybody on that? No, no. I mean, no. What, what do you? It's all about. They want, it's all about somebody giving an opinion and giving a ruling. A political on how something should have been handled. A political if, win. Yeah, yeah, that's all it is. But yeah, and Brooke, I see your post. There is a better chance of me sprouting hair than ever running for any elected office. For our audience, uh, Brooke, Brooke says still Nichols for no city council. That. For audio, video, audio. Yeah, yeah that audio. that will that will that, that will absolutely never happen. Although, That's although, although that would be good for Guthrie News page. I mean, <laughs> oh my gosh, I can see the comments now. Oh, I'd give you a soundbite every week. <laughs> yeah, I'd make Don and James and Brian and and all the city council currently look like like really deep thinkers if i got on there with a oh boy but just you know just to kind of summarize a job i don't want. oh we lost phil for a second see if phil uh can reconnect here in just a second i had a a great question uh, uh for phil anybody that has a i think anybody that has a business that runs for city council they're a lot braver than i am um i mean a lot braver than i am and i you know i just but anyway, um, it's it's. I think there's a lot of to put a bow on this part if we can. Yeah, absolutely. I think everybody's <laughs> well intended. I, I really do believe that. I don't. You know, I read the same comments everybody else does, and I have my own opinions when I read them. Just like people have their opinions when they hear what I have to say. Or that's fair. There's people out there that think I'm right. There's people out there that think I'm an absolute idiot, and that's that's okay. I mean, that's absolutely okay. But I don't think anybody on either side, at least the people I know, even if you disagree on stuff, I think everybody wants everybody to be okay, you know, and and I want them to be okay health-wise, and I want everybody's families to be okay economically. And I think we're at a point where we got to start considering everything. It can't just be one or the other because people are hurting. I mean, they're hurting bad. I mean, they're hurting real bad. My, uh, so, my bandwidth you know, is... We've gotta, my internet come to a happy yeah. medium. My internet yeah. bandwidth is struggling too, so maybe that's uh, maybe it's time for us to get out of here. We've well, gone over an hour, so that's 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 about our go. And there's another uh, chime that says uh, we probably better wrap oh, this boy. up. But uh, I'm concerned for your public. I'm just concerned for your safety. I mean, your alarm's been going off nonstop. I mean, are the kids armed? I mean, I know everybody in your house has a weapon. I mean, what's the are they like watching the front door, the back door? No, I think it's localities out there. It's a it's oh. a great spring afternoon. The sun's going down on a beautiful day, and so I think everyone's enjoying some out, outdoor time. Uh, do be weather aware tomorrow. Yeah. Looks like we can have some uh, some hail and some wind. There's a low chance of uh, tornadoes as well, but we are we got a little chance of some severe weather tomorrow for everyone to pay attention for that. So, uh, and you know, Phil, this is uh, I always ask Chris. Oh, yeah. 
I always ask Chris, whenever he says there's severe weather, I always say, Chris, am I going to die? Am I going to die? And he goes, well, eventually, yes, but I don't think today. And so I never that's take. how we do the weather in our personal conversations. And, and I never take weather advice from my wife because I remember she was working in Oklahoma City. I was in Edmond at the time, so I didn't have the resources in front of me. I think this was before the news, news page days, but I, was st- I still followed the weather. And I said, hey, uh, I'm in Edmond. Is there anything coming our way? And she looked, no, I don't see anything. Within a minute, tornado signs were going off. And there was a huge <laughs> wall cloud that I saw. Hey, hey! before we get off here, Becky has, and I guess, and I apologize, Becky, it's hard for us to keep up with all the comments or the questions on here. But Becky's been asking a question. She said, I'm still not getting an answer, please. Okay. I don't know what your question is. I'm trying to scroll back up. I want to get an answer for Becky before we get off here. Lynn Crawford said maybe um, it's the steps. So when are the dining rooms opening up? Yeah, I know. So when are the <laughs> dining rooms opening up with guidelines, Chris? Uh, restaurants. Do you have an answer for that for Becky? Yeah, I think uh, Governor Stentz reopened so Oklahoma. With dining rooms, when can they open back up? Uh, I believe yeah. May, fir- May 1st. May 1st. Uh, of course, there's that. City ordinance with the face mask. Uh, I think the restaurants will. You remember how restaurants started spacing out tables before nobody can go in? I think we're going to go in reverse direction. You can have some people in, and then more people in, and more people in as time allows. So May first is when they uh, when they be able to do that. So May first, dining rooms open back up, and then there will be phases from there, right? But Correct. May first yeah. is when the restaurants you'll be able to go sit down place an order i do want to see people eat through masks that's going to be interesting that will be interesting um, but i digest or digest no digress oh, i digress i see digest. what you did there um so may 1st what i did there yeah did. so we got no we got no trivia tonight no trivia no trivia tonight huh no no we're gonna get off of here and we're gonna be out of here we usually start after seven o'clock we're gonna be out of here by seven thirty. so uh hey a big thank you again you know what that means oh what's that well, sleepy time. Oh, yeah. Uh, I want to get off here while my internet's still going yeah, well. Uh, it's a busy time. This is usually why we wait till the end of the night to do because there's more bandwidth to go around uh, in the neighborhood. But, uh, you know, everybody has their opinions. You know, you know the, the people who follow the lawsuit, that's, that's how they feel. There's complete people on the complete opposite right. end of that, and that's how they feel. Um, I, I usually find myself right in the middle, hearing both sides. I do have opinion from time to time, and I shared a few of those tonight. But uh, everyone has them. Doesn't mean there you are. You're a sheeple. Doesn't mean you're dumb. Doesn't mean all bunch of stuff. And right. Um, so I just want everybody to know that it's okay to have a different opinion, and we don't have to yell and scream at everybody. And you know, it's a pandemic. There's not a rule book. There's not a guidebook on this deal. And whoever has this in, in 50 years, hopefully there will be uh, more thing to go by that. Hey, you need to stop here now, and then you can reopen here, and it'll be easier for the next uh, group of citizens and leaders to go through. So, my closing thoughts. Hey, real quick, I know we're signing off. Ryan Cotting just suggested that I'm buying dinner on May 1st. Oh, thank you, Phil. Yeah. Uh, not. I have my own guidelines. Not more than five people can congregate at one time. Oh. So if we can five and under, I'll pick up the tap. You know what? Maybe 10. I'd go 10. I'd do 10. You do 10? I'll do 10. Well, I'll file a lawsuit in district I'll court. 10. I'll file a lawsuit in district court and get that changed. Oh, boy. That's what I'll do. He just stopped it. All right. uh, it's Chris's fault. No dinner. No dinner May 1st. My, that's Chris's fault. 
All right. Real quick, though, everybody wish Chris a happy wish Chris a happy birthday. Chris turns forty nine today, and we found out tonight he has a stepson. I did learn that we I have a stepson. Yeah, maybe that's the Captain America, Chris Evans. I, I was that's a, that's a new one on me on then. That's a, that was kind of weird. I can only handle two. Oh gosh! All That's right, buddy. Appreciate it, Phil. Appreciate oh, it, guys. everybody. Thank you guys, appreciate all of you. Appreciate everybody out there right, as well. This has been the Open Mic Podcast with Phil Nichols and Chris Evans. So long. <laughs>